0: chapter 21 of the complete essays of john galsworthy this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org recording by phil schemp the complete essays of john galsworthy chapter 21 meditation on finality in the grand canyon of arizona that most exhilarating of all natural phenomena nature has for once so focused her effects that the result is a framed and final work of art for there between two high lines of plateau level as the sea are sunk the wrought thrones of innumerable gods couchant and forever ever revering in their million moods of light and colour the master mystery Having seen this culmination, I realize why many people either recoil before it and take the first train home, or speak of it as a remarkable formation. For, though mankind at large craves finality, it does not crave the sort that bends the knee to mystery. In nature, in religion, in art, in life, the common cry is, tell me precisely where I am what doing and where going let me be free of this fearful untidiness of not knowing all about it the favored religions are always those whose message is most finite the fashionable professions they that end us in assured positions the most popular works of fiction such as leave nothing to our imagination and to this craving after prose who would not be lenient that has at all known life with its usual predominance of our lower and less courageous selves our constant hankering after the cosy closed door and line of least resistance we are continually begging to be allowed to know for certain though if our prayers were granted and mystery no longer hovered made blue the hills and turned day into night we should as surely wail at once to be delivered of that ghastliness of knowing things for certain now in art i would never quarrel with a certain living writer who demands of it the kind of finality implied in what he calls a moral discovery using no doubt the words in their widest sense i would maintain however that such finality is not confined to positively discovering the true conclusion of premises laid down but that it may also be distilled gradually negatively from the whole work in a moral discovery as it were of author in other words that permeation by an essential point of view by emanation of author may so unify and vitalize the work as to give it all the finality that need be required of art for the finality that is requisite to art be it positive or negative is not the finality of dogma nor the finality of fact it is ever the finality of feeling of a spiritual light subtly gleaned by the spectator out of that queer luminous haze which one man's nature must ever be to others and herein incidentally it is that art acquires also that quality of mystery more needful to it even than finality for the mystery that wraps a work of art is the mystery of its maker and the mystery of its maker is the difference between that maker's soul and every other soul. But let me take an illustration of what I mean by these two kinds of finality that art may have, and show that, in essence, they are but two halves of the same thing. The term, a work of art, will not be denied, I think, to that early novel of Monsieur Anatole La L'Elise Rouge. Now, that novel has positive finality, since the spiritual conclusion from its premises strike one as true but neither will the term a work of art be denied to the same writers for bergeret volumes whose negative finality consists only in the temperamental atmosphere wherein they are soaked now if the theme of le lise rouge had been treated by tolstoy meredith or turgenev we should have had spiritual conclusions from the same factual premises so different from m france's as prunes from prisms and yet being the work of equally great artists they would doubtless have struck us as equally true is not then the positive finality of la lys rouge though expressed in terms of a different craftsmanship the same in essence as the negative finality of the bergeret volumes are not both, in fact, merely flower of author, true to himself? So long as the scent, color, form of that flower is strong and fine enough to affect the senses of our spirit, then all the rest surely is academic, I would say immaterial. But here, in regard to art, is where mankind at large comes on the field. Flower of author, it says, senses of the spirit. Whew give me something I can understand, let me know where I'm getting to. In a word, it wants a finality different from that which art can give. It will ask the artist with irritation what his solution or his lesson or his meaning really is, having omitted to notice that the poor creature has been giving all the meaning that he can in every sentence. It will demand to know why it was not told definitely, what became of charles or mary in whom it had grown so interested and will be almost frightened to learn that the artist knows no more than itself and if by any chance it be required to dip its mind into a philosophy that does not promise it a defined position both in this world and the next it will assuredly recoil and with a certain contempt say no sir THIS MEANS NOTHING TO ME, AND, IF IT MEANS ANYTHING TO YOU, WHICH I VERY MUCH DOUBT, I AM SORRY FOR YOU. IT MUST HAVE FACTS, AND AGAIN FACTS, NOT ONLY IN THE PRESENT AND THE PAST, BUT IN THE FUTURE, AND IT DEMANDS FACTS OF THAT WHICH, ALONE, CANNOT glibly GIVE IT FACTS. IT GOES ON ASKING FACTS OF ART, OR RATHER SUCH FACTS AS ART CANNOT GIVE, FOR, AFTER ALL, even flower of author is fact in a sort of way. Consider, for instance, Singh's masterpiece, The Playboy of the Western World. There is a flower of author. What is it for mankind at large? An attack on the Irish character. A piece of pretty writing. An amusing farce. Enigmatic cynicism leading nowhere. A puzzling fellow wrote it. Mankind, at large, has little patience with puzzling fellows. Few, in fact, want flower of author. Moreover, it is a quality that may well be looked for where it does not exist. To say that the finality which art requires is merely an enwrapping mood, or flower of author, is not by any means to say that any robust fellow, slamming his notions down in ink, can give us these. Indeed, no! so long as we see the author's proper person in his work we do not see the flower of him let him retreat himself if he pretend to be an artist there is no less of subtle skill no less impersonality in the bergeret volumes than in Lys rouge no less labour and mental torturing went to their making page by page in order that they might exhale their perfume of mysterious finality their withdrawn but implicit judgment flower of author is not quite so common as the buttercup the california poppy or the gay texan gallardia. and for that very reason the finality it gives off will never be robust enough for a mankind at large that would have things cut and dried and labelled in thick letters for consider to take one phase alone of this demand for factual finality HOW CONTINUAL AND INSISTENT IS THE CRY FOR CHARACTERS THAT CAN BE WORSHIPPED, HOW INTENSE AND PERSISTENT THE DESIRE TO BE TOLD THAT CHARLES WAS A REAL HERO, AND HOW BITTER THE REGRET THAT MARY WAS NO BETTER THAN SHE SHOULD BE. Mankind at large wants heroes that are heroes, and heroines that are heroines, and nothing so inappropriate to them as unhappy endings. TRAVELING AWAY i remember from that grand canyon of arizona were a young man and a young woman evidently in love he was sitting very close to her and reading aloud for her pleasure from a paper-covered novel heroically oblivious to us all sir robert she murmured lifting her beauteous eyes i may not tempt you for you are too dear to me sir robert held her lovely face between his two strong hands farewell he said and went out into the night but something told them both that when he had fulfilled his duty sir robert would return he had not returned before we reached the junction but there was finality about that baronet and we well knew that he ultimately would and long after the sound of that young man's faithful reading had died out of our ears we meditated on sir robert AND COMPARED HIM WITH THE FAMOUS CHARACTERS OF FICTION, SLOWLY PERCEIVING THAT THEY WERE, NONE OF THEM, SO FINAL IN THEIR HEROISM AS HE. NO, NONE OF THEM REACHED THAT APEX, FOR HAMLET WAS A MOST UNFINISHED FELLOW, AND LEAR, EXTREMELY VIOLENT, PICKWICK ADDICTED TO PUNCH, AND SAM WELLER TO LYING, Bazaroff ACTUALLY A Nihilist, AND Irina, LEVIN AND ANNA, PIERRE AND NATASHA, all of them stormy and unsatisfactory at times un corps simple nothing but a servant and an old maid at that saint Julian, la hospitalier a sheer fanatic colonel newcomb too irritable and too simple altogether don quixote certified insane hilda wangle nora hedda sir robert would never even have spoken to such baggages monsieur bergeret an amiable weak thing d'artagnan a true swashbuckler tom jones faust don juan we might not even think of them and those poor greeks prometheus shocking rebel oedipus for a long time banished by the censor phaedra and electra not even so virtuous as mary who failed of being what she should be and coming to more familiar persons joseph and moses david and elijah all of them lacked his finality of true heroism none could quite pass mustard beside sir robert long we meditated and reflecting that an author must ever be superior to the creatures of his brain were refreshed to think that there were so many living authors capable of giving birth to sir robert for indeed sir robert and finality like his no doubtful heroes no flower of author and no mystery is what mankind at large has always wanted from letters and will always want as truly as that oil and water do not mix there are two kinds of men the main cleavage in the whole tale of life is this subtle all pervading division of mankind into the man of facts and the man of feeling and not by what they are or do can they be told one from the other, but just by their attitude toward finality. Fortunately, most of us are neither quite the one nor quite the other. But between the pure-blooded of each kind there is real antipathy, far deeper than the antipathies of race, politics, or religion, an antipathy that not circumstance, love, goodwill, or necessity will ever quite get rid of sooner shall the panther agree with the bull than that other one with the man of facts there is no bridging the gorge that divides these worlds nor is it so easy to tell of each to which world he belongs as it was to place the lady who held out her finger over that gorge called grand canyon and said it doesn't look thirteen miles but they measured it just there excuse my pointing Nineteen twelve. End of chapter 21